what a wacky couple of weeks. My goodness, I have had one family member in the hospital, then out of the hospital, then in the hospital, the one in Pittsburgh for a long time. So, my God, it was finally nice to be able to catch up on sleep. Ah. <laughs> uh, anyways, how is everyone doing? I don't know. I, do, I haven't done a podcast for a while, so I just thought I would... I was just scrolling through the Birdie app. I keep saying the Birdie app. I keep forgetting it's called X, Twitter. And I don't know. I uh, sometimes see some topics that are up for discussion or podcast. And it's my podcast. So we may agree to disagree. And that's perfectly fine. Um, And I am far from perfect and that is perfectly fine. Um, it's just stuff that I notice. Uh, the first one, you know, is like talking about plastic surgery because I've seen some really extreme uh, plastic surgery, and I, I think I might have briefly touched upon this before. But, um, I don't know. I, I've seen a few BBLs that look nice, that look really nice. And one of the smartest women I know in this industry has, um, said that she had two that were gradual and I couldn't even tell. Um, she looks fantastic, but I was scrolling through and I'm, uh, thinking this person has to be an only fans model and um it is just such an enormous enormous bbl i kind of question those because i but this is just me questioning stuff i often ponder things but how does that feel during sex (laughs) or during certain positions? Because if I would equate the BBL to what I saw, if you, uh, you may have seen me, you may have not. Um, but my breast size is a triple D, um, maybe sometimes a small E cup. Uh, if you would equivalent that to, an ass size, I would probably say a G or each cup. And I'm just, I don't know. I was always curious and I was just Googling stuff on BBLs and, uh, fat reabsorption seems to be a problem. Uh, fat embolisms. Um, I don't know if I would ever want to take that risk because if you have an embolism, I am not a medical professional, but I believe that that could go into the lungs or heart, if I'm not mistaken. And I was also seeing that if you, um, you know, I saw what can ruin a BBW, and ironically enough, that is squatting and stretching, which are similar to sitting, uh, which push 
puts pressure on the buttocks and can damage or shift the, the transferred fat from the procedure. Um, I'm not sure if that's for life or if that's just when you're healing, but that's interesting, but candle time. I was always curious about that. Um, I had much larger, not, I'm not going to say much larger, like a cup and a half size bigger than what I am now. And I have to say that got to be very annoying um, for a few reasons. I like large breasts. I think that they look very sexy. I mean, you could like a very large, large ass and that's perfect. You know, that's great. You know, we like what we like, um, but it was extremely annoying because <laughs> for a lot of stuff, um, my back was like, Ooh, we do not like this. And if I did not work out a lot, um, you almost need to, uh, strength train your, your back to have breasts that big and, it was insane. Um, having back issues like that. I mean, it wasn't horrendous, but eh. um, I would also say it was quite interesting going out in public because um, I, if, if I were to dress a little bit on the sexier side, um, then I would, you know, people would look at me all the time. I'm not sure if they were. Ah, freak. Hold on one second. I should be more organized, but this is a free podcast. Um, People would look at me uh, kind of weird. I'm not sure if it was like a, hey, how, how you doing kind of look or... um like, oh God, type of look, you know, from women, but I'm sure it was probably a combination of both. And, uh, that is during the time frame that I actually did regular dating. And it was, um, it was a little bit interesting because, uh, they'd go immediately for the titties on the first date. Um, I was not in this business when, uh, you know, set occurrence. Um, but I don't know, but I do like them. I do. I don't, I, I do think they're sexy. It's just, I'm not sure if I would ever do that again. I think that, um, when it comes time to get the new girls, I might look into maybe a fat transfer because, Implants can come with some risks, um, and I uh, am positive for the HERS-2 gene, so I just don't want to play around with that, um, but we'll see. You know, what I mean is when you introduce a foreign substance into your body, and sometimes your body could not necessarily like that. Another interesting thing that I saw um, are... 
I'm just talking about random stuff. This this really has no theme other than just what I saw on Twitter or X. Um, another interesting thing that I saw is uh, providers getting annoyed with face with FaceTime verification. And yes, I have talked about this before. That is extremely annoying to request that. It does not. Um, it does not replace anyone's screening method because uh, I might have my inf- information that I need. Someone might have information that they need. But realistically, could uh, are you gonna, going to be able to, to... I mean, you have to think about the other person's side here. Um, <clears throat> you have to think about the other person's side. And um, if... The, uh, you know, how are you going to look at someone through video and be like, oh my gosh, they look like they could, um, rob me or they look like they could, uh, you know, and it's not a laughing matter. Sometimes I laugh at inappropriate times, but oh my God, you know, if, if Ted Bundy was around during modern technology, does, does a sociopath, um, you know, would they be able to come off as charming during FaceTime? Maybe. I mean, I'm not trying to sound paranoid or anything like that, but it, although the risks may be low, you don't want to encounter those risks as a provider. Um, and I, you know, sometimes, uh, once in a blue moon, I'll have a social date or I'll have phone stuff, which leads to, um, or which can lead to, you know, a longer engagement. And I would say that those two work perfectly if you're not sure, um, or if you're just bored and want to spend time with someone, but it's annoying doing, I, I've never done the face time um, verification thing, because most of us are not naturally, how should I phrase this, the way I, uh, and I've said this in other podcasts before, the way I look going to the grocery store does not look like the way I look going, um, for an appointment, um, I want to look like I am going on a date. I want to look nice and presentable. I want to look very feminine. I am, and I am also very ethnic. So I have to, the hair (laughs) takes uh, a hot second there. I wanted to go back and forth from the hospital. This is going to sound gross, but I had to, I just can't believe I was really putting this off. But from what I went through last year, I had to, not how to, but, uh, took hair vitamins and, um, ironically enough, um, my God, let's just say hair vitamins work on every part of the body. Um, because I feel like I have to trim it down there quite regularly or else it looks like a wig made for vaginas. Uh, I forget what they're called. It starts with an M. Um, but anyways, my, my point is when you do FaceTime verification, I mean, it defeats the purpose of, sc- of screening 
because anyone could look charming or act charming on video or I'm sure it's not even out of the question um some states or cities are more uh first with LE than others are but um law enforcement I am sure it's not out of the question th that a police officer would go on video but for anyone that's ever curious, I just tell them to go through my Twitter page. I don't put, you know, I don't always post videos, but I post them occasionally. If you scroll through my Twitter, if, uh, you know, I just say, hey, scroll through my Twitter. You'll see some stuff if you, if you want to. Because when I do, when I make a little video, it's not saying, oh my gosh, I'm so cute or I'm this or I'm that. It's. I do it for the purpose of if anyone wants to know what I look like, you can just look at the video. So, I mean, obviously you have my pictures, but sometimes I make them black and white. I prefer black and white. I just think it has a very artistic view to it. Um, and I, I don't know. I kind of like it. So let's just scroll through Twitter here and see if anything interesting comes in. Uh, ironically enough for this podcast, um, don't worry, penis size is not meant to, uh, how should I say, um, come off as the wrong way or what you think it would. Um, but that was my number one podcast that I, uh, have particularly uh, that I, that gained the most um, plays. <laughs> so, I just thought that was kind of funny. Another thing that I have seen in common are like discussions about professional pictures or uh, some providers might not want to do, do duos or other things with other providers that don't have professional pictures and I mean to each their own I, I understand um, if you know, if you, if you say something and I might not necessarily agree with you upon it, uh, I still respect you for, you know, I'm not going to say anything bad about you for saying that, but, um, I don't know. I kind of like the selfie thing. I don't know if it seems weird to some, <clears throat> because... There's a little bit of anxiety going to a boudoir photographer. I only did once, and I have to say it was not the best experience um, for a few reasons. But when you have um, selfies, to me, it looks a little bit more natural. Um, of course, I've seen so many professional pictures online, and they look absolutely stunning, and, you know, you have someone there to pose you and everything like that. Yeah, I, I guess I can see where they're coming from. But I do, um, you know, uh, I'm more of a selfie person because um, I have seen before and after. And I'm not sure if... Uh, I, I don't know. I just feel like selfies um, are saying, yeah, here I am. Um, some people are too focused on, as a kid say, their brand. <laughs> and, um, 
you know, that's why I think it's probably good to have multiple streams of income. Um, and especially stuff comes up in life where you can't, I mean, what I love to be in, you know, New York or I don't know, some small town in Ohio for a couple of days or here or that, you know, here or there. Absolutely. I think it's fun, but I think also, um, I have a good Twitter presence and I like interacting with people. And most of the time, I mean, not most of the time, I have very pleasant interactions with people. I think that's how you accurately represent who you are. And I, um, like to laugh and my, kind of a little bit, a little bit of an immature behavior, but, you know, some of my favorite stuff online are obviously animals. Um, not a cat person, mostly dogs or cute stuff like bunnies. Um, but I shouldn't say not a cat person. There are two really cute cat breeds that I like, and I only owned one cat in my lifetime. And I have to say that was a very cute kitty, big kitty, huge the biggest cat, the biggest cat that is, is out there, domestic cat is a mean coon, and that's what I had, um, beautiful animals, but, um, yeah, I don't necessarily think that, you know, it's just become such a, uh, I hate you. I don't know. It's kind of become such a disgraceful business <laughs> because I feel like if you don't do something, someone else is going to be like, eh, someone doesn't do something. And, um, you know, I will retweet, retweet people from my city, providers from my city. I will be very, you know, there is a market for everyone. I just don't think that there needs to be any, um, type of weird way about that. This is not turning out to be the most interesting podcast. I need to think of a cute little sex subject. <laughs> I'm going to be honest here. Um, it's interesting to see porn stars on here, you know, from growing up, but I have to say that they look fairly good. Um, My goodness, one thing that really um is interesting because I am an independent, sometimes you know we don't really need to talk about politics, but um I think independent pretty much sums it up i think that the internet can kind of be, well, not kind of, can be a cruel place because I see a lot of, um, making fun of, you know, like the, I cannot remember the initials on the, on the rainbow flag. And plus I have a small case of, uh, dyslexia and I don't know why people tend to make fun of 
other people on that or or say this is a woman or this is a man. Just leave that person be. You know, we you, uh, whatever someone chooses to do is 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 their business. Um, I have noticed a lot of sexy lingerie. I I don't know. I hate to ask where anyone gets anything from. Kind of like to keep to myself. Uh. What else is there? Oh, there's some sad stuff. I hate to see sad stuff that involves kids. Um, rednecks. Rednecks are are very funny. And as I'm scrolling through, I probably see someone that has... I want to say 4,000 units of breast implants. And just to give you, now this person's very skinny. Uh, This woman's very skinny, but just to give you an idea, I am 550, I think. So uh, four times my, but I have, I'm curvy. Now curvy can take on a lot of meetings. Um, Oh, I've, you know what? We'll skip the breast thing for a second. We'll talk about curvy for a moment. Um, because I've seen that come up a few times. <laughs> and it's kind of funny because I laugh at it uh, due to the fact that I use curvy in a lot of my ad descriptions. For me, being curvy um, is a little bit different, or I don't know, we might be on the same page, we might not be on the same page, um, I was a string bean, hard to believe for the longest time, that's what my mother used to call me, a little string bean, that's why, um, when I heard the crazy duck quacking, it did remind me of my mother, if you scroll scroll down my Twitter. But um, then I have just gone through periods of being vo- more uh, voluptuous. And a lot of people liked a, a picture that I had. Uh, uh, I, I thought it was cute, but I'm like, I don't know if my breasts look too big or if I just look big. I'm like, I didn't like it, but I got a lot of likes on it. But curvy to me means, um, you know, an industry standard, if you stick someone that's normally very thin and typically blonde, not always, um, and perhaps they've had a little bit of work done, they can be considered elite and, um, but you know, beauty standards doing this are a little bit different than, than real life. Um, I, I've always been said, or I've always, you know, since I am not a string bean anymore, I've always had men say, I like your curves. Um, now it means to me, like not skinny to maybe 
X amount of weight, it mean, but not a BBW. Um, so that's what curvy means to me. And it also, you know, I have boobs, I have hips, I <laughs> have some ass, um, could be a little bit bigger. Ironically, we were talking about BBLs before, but I don't think I'd go for that route. Um, they look nice. I mean, on, on a lot of women, but I, I don't think I would go that route. But yeah, curvy or slash voluptuous. Is there really a big mixture? I don't, that's a hard question because I've seen very thin women that have had curves on them and it looked sexy. It just wasn't, you know, a straight line down for body. It was, um, you know, quite lovely. I do respect women of all shapes, sizes, um, and, uh, weight. And I don't know, just, just told something a little bit different for me. Um, but yeah, I did see that woman with, uh, 4,000 CCs and I was always curious about that because, um, normally they're only fans people and, I've seen quite a few complications from having breasts that big and it would so suck to, I mean, I, it would be hard to find a doctor that would put in implants. It's normally saline. Gummy implants are normally the way to go, but, um, see, so, when you keep going bigger and bigger, uh, it's for your skin to, um, wiggle around the implants, so to speak, and especially on a very tiny person, I would imagine that's, I don't know how comfortable that would be. <laughs> I don't know if that's rude for me to say that or not, but fudge it. <laughs> so, uh, I'm trying to think of something cute that could be done with the podcast, because I was having this talk with someone that said they have listened and I did, uh, it was funny telling them the origin of vibrators because you would think that that's a modern thing, but that goes back to two or 3000 years ago. And of course, two or 3000 years ago, the average life expectancy, if you were 24 or 25, you were old. <laughs> um, so very weird objects were used as vibrators, but I just thought it would be different to create a podcast in that way. I have to think about something cute, um, because how many topics are there to talk about sex? Um, there could be what I like, there could be what you like, there could be some stuff with this industry, but what's, what leads up to it is, um, very curious. And uh, I think I have something in mind. I will Google it and see what I can come up with. So have a good one.